Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast, here for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats. And here I am. I am the Brazilian Dragon. I desperately want to go to Japan. It is me, Felipe. Hello, everyone. Hello, Felipe. Um, I am not alone. Uh, I am joined by the number one Billie Eilish stan, to the extent that he would abandon Akiva to rescue Billie Eilish, because, quote, Mara doesn't need Akiva. His family don't need Akiva. Billie Eilish's family needs Billie Eilish. It's Jacob. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it sounded like you were alone on the podcast earlier, talking to yourself, but I'm glad that you brought me in so that we can, you know, communicate together. It should be know. a lot more natural. I think the audience wants to know how I'm doing first because I, I ask everyone else. I should ask myself too, right? Self-help. Yeah, but like, I mean, you could you could spread the wealth. You know, I could ask you how you're doing. We okay. could have our guests ask you how you're doing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to talk to yourself. Yes, um, she is, you mentioned our guest, she is an absolute icon, a member of the Legion of Doom. She was so obsessed with the dragon in this movie that she's like, I need to talk to the Brazilian dragon about it. Nicole Horn, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else. Hi, Felipe. How are you doing today? I'm groovy. Uh, I just want to say a scooby doo word, but I- I'm doing well. How about you, Nicole? I'm good. You did have to bribe me with 10 boxes of Scooby Snacks for me to come onto this podcast, but you know what? I'm satiated and I'm ready to talk some shit. I only got one. I didn't know I could negotiate. Because, please, you did not go to business school with Angelina. True. May I please have your jacket, Jacob? (laughs) Yes, of course. Nicole, you can have my jacket. You can also have the box of Scooby Snacks. Okay. I'm not good at this negotiating thing. What about, can Nicole have your Crocs? no he can keep his crocs i don't want like did he wear the crocs to dinner that night or no why would he wear crocs to a he nice wore dinner? the he, he wore crocs to the yankees game because that makes sense why would he wear crocs to dinner i i agree i i only break the crocs out when appropriate but i have to say i keep getting complimented on these crocs and i'm so glad i bought them yeah of course i wear them to work um i'm so glad i bought them i had someone stop me in the street last night i was uh like walking home and they were like, oh my God, your Crocs look great. And I was like, thank you so much. Now let me go home and uh, not talk to anyone. But yeah. you know what? Was Every time you got complimented. No, uh, that was a few days ago. Anyway, that every time someone compliments me on my Crocs, I'm elated that I actually went through the purchase. They look fantastic. Nicole, I can send you a picture later. I would love to see. I feel like that's such like an interesting step in your journey. I wouldn't have pegged you as a Crocs guy, but you know what? who who what's well, he why, was why inspired he was inspired by akiva i would never put jacob into a box he is um 
what's that word? Uh, can, uh, labels are for soup. I would never label Jacob. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, you know, I can, I can do whatever I want. What's that song? Uh, I can be brown. I can be blue. I should just go and sing it. It's too high uh, for my register, but I can try. Oh, the TikTok trend? Uh, yeah, yeah. Any yeah. color. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nicole, can you label me? Can you put me in a box or am I also unique? Um, no, nah, you're crazy. Nah, I get it. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. Um, you're, you're soup. Your label for Wow. If Felipe was a soup, what soup would he be? Hmm. That's a good question. I feel like he'd be a good soup to go back to time and time again. Like he's this, he's like a stable soup that you can rely on. Like a chicken noodle? Mm, you're not that no, basic. You're no. not that basic. Maybe like tomato, tomato basil rice. Tomato basil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, we're getting somewhere. That just will give me a lot of acid reflux though. So you know what? Um, maybe it's correct. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I feel bad. All I am doing the rest of this really... podcast in protest. Alone. He's doing First, I got bullied on the Phineas and Fur podcast this week. Now I'm getting bullied here. Why no, are you just... so combative these days? I'm causing beef. I'm causing fights. Maybe I'm going back. It's to because Yik Yak is back in this cycle. Yeah. Meditation. No. Nicole, does that make you like a beef stroganoff soup if you're causing beef everywhere you go? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Literally. I thought you said abuse, like a beef stroganoff. I don't know. Abuse? Shia LaBeouf? Stroganoff? No, okay, I don't know. I don't know what the personality is, but I'd like to be a butternut squash soup. No, nah, do you think not. I can pull it off? You're a little too basic white boy for that. Well, he Christian boy autumn. You eat butternut squash in the fall. I feel like that works. No, he's not Christian. He's Baptist. Hey, he, I could what? see a Jacob. I, you know what, Felipe, you can explain that. <laughs> um, but he is working on converting to Judaism, and he wants to have a pod mitzvah. This is this is all made up by you. I like this. The legend. You said if Akiva asked, you would convert. Correct. And now you're saying I'm trying to actively. You're gaslighting him. Correct. I mean, listen. There was a lot of gaslighting in this movie by the the master lady. Literally. Of of uh oh 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 Miyumi was gaslit. Yeah 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 of her. Okay, I was like I missed that part, but I thought you meant of the Scooby Doo gang. I mean. They might be guessed by the weed, being told things that they don't really see. But Nicole, what do you think? I'll say first, what is your Scooby Doo backstory? What is your history with the franchise? Why this movie? And do you think the Scooby Doo people are always on weed? Uh, so that's seven questions. If you that don't four, answer them four. in order, if you don't answer them in order, you're kicked off because we can't ask you one question at a time. Seven or or bust. I literally don't even remember what the first one was. Um, What's your Scooby Doo backstory? Okay, my backstory is none. I was not a Cartoon Network kid growing up my parents raised me on like uh what are those shows like spongebob like i really wasn't on cartoon network because that was a little too i don't know if it was inappropriate because there's a little bit of violence on like ed ed and eddie but i really wasn't drawn to those cartoon network shows even though they have like banger theme songs as we've we've discussed Did i don't really know have a cartoon lot of... network had the like five out of the entire Teen titans okay yeah okay that one that one and code lyoko obviously scooby-doo was there but like there were like five compared to the other regions because well i really wasn't watching cartoon network so i mean there's also just less volume of cartoon That's network exactly shows. so like if and a lot of them blend of like, together like i feel like fosters and ed and Nettie are kind of similar like with like the jokes like the, the kind of jokes that they do even though they're like very uh, different couldn't you say that about like spongebob and fairly odd parents yeah, yeah, they're similar, but very, very, very different. It's There's like the vibe a is the same. Style, like a it's vibe. a vibe. It's yeah. a vibe check. Yeah. 
Vibe check, passed. Passed, indeed. Uh, uh, question number question? two. Um, uh, so you didn't watch a ton of Scooby-Doo. Why did you pick this movie? Um, so this one was like the least spooky out of the titles that I was offered. A lot of them are like Ghost Island or We're About to Get Robbed by a Ghost. And when I saw Samurai Sword, I was like, okay, this is something. It's not going to be that scary. I can hold on to my britches. And you know what? This really wasn't that scary. So you know what? I, the, maybe you can judge a book by its cover or by a title, I guess. Love Felipe, that. I'm so excited when we get to Scooby-Doo, I Just Got Robbed by a Ghost. That one sounds fantastic. That's the one we're going to write. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be great. Uh, maybe so we scary. can bring back some of our like old favorite characters who uh, are filing police reports. Like, It's a great plot. I can't wait. Jacob Jacob is just excited to get the, the goblins that are uh, Rosencrantz and Rosenthal. Not even close. R- Rosencrantz, Rosencrantz and... Yeah, those two. Close enough. Um, yeah. I, I love those people. Uh, Nicole, last week we watched uh, something that had these like two bumbling idiots uh, walking around. And I just, I love the, I love the trope of having two just like really dumb people who are set off on a mission because they're never getting it done. It's That's like me and Jacob in New York. I didn't want to say that, but you said it yourself. I knew Nicole was going to say it, so I had to jump in there. Okay, see. Jump in front of that bus. If you can't laugh at yourself, then you're going to have a really sad life. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so, and then Nicole, last question. Are the Scooby-Doo people on weed? Are these, the are hell? they tripping? No, in, they're in Japan, first of all. Do you know how like stringent the weed laws are in Japan? Like you literally would not be able to find a dime bag for your life. And even if you did, it's probably like just some ground up oregano. So <laughs> they were going through withdrawal on this trip. And I don't, like, maybe sometimes they're high, but I feel like that's just... You You don't think the Scooby Snacks are edibles? No! That's when they <laughs> get the munchies. They eat them. That's so silly. That Well, you know they wouldn't be selling that out of a vending machine in Japan. That's just... That doesn't make sense. Sorry that we're talking about a fantasy movie with such logic, but I do not see the universe that they smuggled weed into the country of Japan. Okay, but I also don't see the universe where any of the stuff that happened in this movie is real. <laughs> But, like, they didn't get to the fantasy part until, like, halfway through the movie. Okay. So, like, yeah. In the beginning, also, I was expecting less, less mysticism. Can we talk about how bougie these people that we met in this movie are? Like, the, the private jet, the island, like, dojo. Japan is very advanced. And yeah. you know what technology is at their downfall? I don't know. Good thing they discuss it in every effing scene of this movie. Like, yeah. this was, like, more, like, of a critique on like postmodern society than it was a Scooby-Doo movie, I feel like. Oh, so you think it was more philosophy than anything else? Exactly. I feel like if you really search in there deep, this is a movie about how abundance is killing us, but at the end of the day, capitalism will always win. So take with that what you will. I'm gonna This is the most insight we got, we got from any Scooby-Doo movie. Like this is like the smartest thing anyone has ever said in this podcast. But at the same time- By far. The act, but that's way more interesting than what they actually did in this movie, though, if you think about it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I would love to break down the like capitalist critique that is in this movie instead of going through like this simp that ends up being the black samurai. Mm. Yes, let's do that. Um, anyways, Jacob, do you want to take us through the movie plot this week? Let's I'll give you the reins as the co-host. You're, what? You're telling me that right now? I mean, I need to be looser on the podcast, according to you, so. 
I mean, I, I think, do we want to start with the cold open? Because yeah. this was, I feel like this movie was so confusing. So we start out at the Tokyo Cultural Heritage Museum, correct? And we're there yep. and we see this janitor and he's just, you know, mopping the floors. He's vibing like he's probably there after hours cleaning up and he notices something a little strange. He sees an open window. And of course, his boomer ass boss walks in and goes, why are you not cleaning the floors? Like, I pay you to clean the floors. So, um, yeah, you see um, the beginning of this little, uh, this relationship between, what's his name, Mr. Tawagawa? Tawagawa, uh, yeah. And Kenji. And Kenji. So, um, yeah, Kenji, I believe in Kenji's supremacy. I really enjoyed him as a character. I enjoyed, um, I feel bad that uh, he's kind of in the movie for a little bit and then he leaves until the end. But, um, yeah, what a, what a funny character. He's like, yeah, you don't. I love the vibe, yeah. like that pink hair. Like, I feel like Jacob could rock that look. I would love to. Uh, like I would do it. I think that this guy, he was vibing. He was having a great time. I do not like this manager. Like Mr. Takagawa was on his shit. Like this is after hours. No one's there. Like all he has to do is clean the floors before the next morning. And he's like getting on his case for taking a 30 second break. I thought that was disrespectful. But me and Kenji, we'd be good friends. It was straight up projecting on his end just because your museum isn't successful because young people aren't interested in cultural heritage. That's not like that's not Kenji's fault just because he's one of them. I mean, he's working for you. Clearly, he has to have some sort of interest, whether or not that is just him getting his bag. But still, it was very, um, very triggering this scene. Not as I thought you said you couldn't. I thought you said you couldn't get a bag in Japan. (laughs) It's a good joke, and you. I'm sorry. Here, cut out my joke. Say it again. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Everyone who listens to the podcast, they won't know that you made that uh, I made the joke. Just cut it out and say. No, yourself. rewind ten seconds, not ten seconds. Rewind a minute to hear me whisper that that joke. Um, I'm not. I'm not giving myself more work on this. Um, so, anyways. Anyways, so they. Um, we got We got Yeah. Takagawa is like my museum is failing, but take a look at this. This is gonna save my museum. So they go into the room with the black samurai in a case like i didn't know if they knew so you see the armor but he was speaking about the samurai as if like his dead mummified body was in there it was very confusing but he's like, i mean the old man wasn't the there i mean well, is that foreshadowing i wouldn't give the producers of this movie that much credit but no, I, know. Wait, I don't think the old man wasn't there until the old man until they got the fate of doom sword or whatever that's fair. Maybe. Maybe it was a mummified version of the man. No, like, I, I think that the, like, uh... I think his essence was there, Sojo. but he... Yeah, true. No, I think Sojo's in there. But, like, okay, here's what I don't understand from Mr. Takugawa. All right, you're gonna have a new, like, exhibit, whatever. You think it's gonna, like, bring everyone to there, but you know that there's a curse. Like, you know this curse exists. I think that they miss, like, a character um, of like a young like entrepreneurial person who's like oh I'm gonna turn this place around and he's the one who brings in the ghosts because Mr. Takagawa had no motivation like why is he bringing in something he knows to be haunted yeah imagine loving your job so much that you put a curse on you and all of your employees just for the success of the job that is the capitalist critique exactly yeah like and he's micromanaging Kenji. Like, this is just the downfall of capitalism. Very triggering. If you've ever had a boss that, like, always walks in and is like, why are you sitting down? Like, it was giving me very much, like, um, working in an ice cream shop, having no customers, trying to be on my phone vibes. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the fact that, like, if it was late at night, and my boss was like, come check out this cool exhibit at the dark. I was like, mm, no, I'm going to do my job. I don't care about that. Like, 
uh, that's where we find security guards licking things. See, I, yeah, I worked the night shift at a museum and I absolutely loved seeing all the exhibits at night. Like that's the best part of the job. Did you, did you, were you like, I want this to be night at the museum? Um, no, I mean, I wanted to, you know, get, uh, my work study money and then do my, like, uh, do my homework, but it wasn't too bad. Cause I would like, I would walk in and then I'd have to like walk around the museum and I got like a private tour. I got to touch everything I wanted. It was exactly. Uh, Nicole, are you aware that Jacob would lick the artifacts at the museum? This is news to me, but, um, why not? I've always wanted to touch the art at the museum. It's kind of like a bucket list item of mine, but I have too much respect for the people that work at the museum to put them in that position. No, he didn't Ooh, just but, touch them. Yeah, he but see, licked them the people tongue. that work at the, the people that work at the museum are people like me, and I lick something that is over four thousand years old. So I might actually be the person that's alive. Maybe that's how you got bronchitis. Thing. <laughs> what you think I got bronchitis from a four thousand year old thing? No, that would give me some disease no one's ever heard of. Jacob's patient zero for polio. Yeah. I was going to say COVID-20. 21. This also happened like in 2017, so. Maybe Jacob's patient zero for COVID. Look at that artifact. That'd be kind of ironic. It lay dormant in his system for several years. Got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we, they, so the samurai spooks them. They run off. And then we get the opening credits. And Jacob, as always, I got to ask, what you think of the opening title sequence and the font? I, I did not like this opening title sequence. It was confusing. We were watching a samurai fight a dragon with a sword. I don't understand why that was happening. I don't get why the dragon wasn't just using fire. Uh, that part made no sense. And then the sequence was like broken up by this like dumb fight. The title cards were bad. What I do you was think not of the font? coming in excited. The font was fine. I just, I was not coming in excited for the movie. Yeah, usually they get like a little like, it's more epic. It was just like calligraphy on a on a black screen, basically like white calligraphy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I could do that myself. Graphic design is Jacob's passion, everyone. <laughs> That's a secret. That's a six of the status quo secret. Yep. He likes to it's drag finance. and click and crop and and export. <laughs> oh no oh, yeah. no! <laughs> Stick to the stuff you know, Jacob. All right, I can stick to finance. Um, yeah. And then we get we get the mystery gang pull up to Tokyo. They are looking for this, uh, I, I didn't write down the name, uh, the the exhibit of the dog. The Hitachi? The Hitachi yeah. Exhibit? Oh my gosh, I am going to get canceled for that. I thought it was um, a cat. I'm not going to lie. But anyways, <laughs> like, uh, I know I've seen this, like, in the movies before. Like, any show that, like, references Japan, you can usually see, like, this statue in the middle of town. It's, like, a gathering place. So they, they meet up at the gather like, they meet up at the dog statue. But they're there for Daphne's martial arts tournament. Is it, is it like, a thing that's in the canon that Daphne does martial arts? Or is this, like, a new storyline? Well, Hachiko. Hachiko, thank you. Yeah. Um... But uh, I thought it was a cat. I, I'm sorry. Uh, Daphne is known to be a badass. She has like some weird like fighting scenes throughout the movies, but we never like were told explicitly that she's a martial artist. Like we didn't know that she and Brittany went to the same karate gym. Brittany yes. together. <laughs> I, totally I, I don't. I don't believe it's ever like official. Like oh yeah, she's actually um, you know like a martial artist proper. But it is clear that you know she yeah. knows how to fight. Um, 
the thing I was most offended by is when they got off the train, there wasn't that like music that they play. Because in Japan, whenever they're like the train's pulled in the station, they have like a little song going in the background. Have you ever been to Japan? Time. No, I have not. I have, but only for like eight hours. What were you doing there? Oh, when you went to China? Yeah, I was going from one airport to another and then I got lunch. What did you think of Tokyo? Tell us all about it. Of the eight hours? of Yeah, I want to hear the story. What did you do? I, I literally, I had all of my bags on the train. I went from one airport to another. Halfway through, I was like, oh, let me go get lunch at this uh, random like ramen shop that has a vegan ramen. It was delicious. I got back on the train and went to the airport. Did you look at the sites at all? Like in those? No, I was there. I was like literally in the country for eight hours. Uh, but at the same time. In the, in the center of Tokyo? No, okay. Uh, I was close. I was like pretty close to where that was because that's where the like two different trains I needed to get on met. So I got lunch near there. But okay, nice. this is not the important Nicole, part. Nicole, what were you going to say? The thing that this is really confusing about the movie though is that Japan is such like a beautiful city and like, or I mean, Tokyo is such a beautiful city. I really am not getting canceled for not knowing geography right now. I would never let that happen to me. But I feel like they abandoned the Japan thing like really early on into the plot. Like, I was very much more interested in seeing, like, what they were doing yeah. in Japan. And then they went on this, like, ghost island, like, tangent. Like, I was really enjoying just seeing them walk around Tokyo. When they were in that plane driving around the city, like, it was so visually stunning. Like, the animations truly yeah. was one of the best part of, of this movie. This is definitely probably so gorgeous. the yeah. best animated movie, like, in terms of the animation stuff. Um, but I will but say... where I was the substance? So it was a movie where they went to Australia, the, the one with the vampires, um, and they ended up going to the Outback, but they spent like the first 15 minutes doing like different Australian like touristy stuff. Would you have wanted that for Japan too, even though like that was probably like the slowest part of that movie for us? Even, I, I, I enjoyed it, but Kate was not in, impressed with that part. I mean, I just wish they didn't like go on that ghost hunt to like the sub, I mean, we'll get to it when we get to it. I just feel like yeah. the movie is a samurai sword. I wanted more... Um, like, if that's going to be the theme, can we stick to it? For sure, yeah. Um, so they end up catching the... Well, they, they meet... Um, what's her name? Miyumi at the Hachiko statue. And then they end up uh, going on private jet to this beautiful dojo on, the, on a cliff in the water. I was like, that looks so cool. Would you, would you want to live on a cliff over the water? No. No? Not one bit. Like, what happens if you, like get bored or you need some space to yourself or like my first thought was uh what if you want to go into town drink with your friends you have to call like a boat uber no i mean you you fly the fancy plane so at least you can get around but yeah uh yeah no you do not want to live there uh going to the grocery store would be an absolute pain uh put me in a city yeah nicole yeah no thanks like there are probably no rats to punt there I mean, true, but there's if there's not rats, there's lizards. So you know what? You win, you lose everywhere you go. Isn't the that's the global rule? I didn't know that one. Where there are not rats, there are lizards. Is that like in the Bible or something? Well, when you go to Maine, there's deer. When you go to okay. Florida, there's crocodiles. Like, pick your poison. At least rats are small. I feel like I would rather fight a deer than fight a crocodile. That seems like a pretty easy poison to pick. So, well, the deer could stab you with the antlers. They could like charge you and then. Yeah, deers, you can't mess with deers. Like, growing up in, like, a Pine Barrens region where there were a lot of deers, like, 
driving at night, you'd actually have to go the speed limit because a deer could jump out at any time. So that, I, that is yeah. true. They are scary to drive around. But if I'm trying to fight either a crocodile or a deer, it is uncontroversial oh. that I'd rather fight the deer. And I, all I got to do for a rat is curb stomp. So I think we know who, what the correct answer is here. All right. So everyone moved to New York City where Stop the biggest thing you have to fight is a rat. See, in Chicago, there are geese everywhere. I feel like I've got to oh, fight a goose Boston, every yeah. other day. Uh, that sounds miserable. Nicole, sorry. Are you aware of the story that of our subway adventure or no? Oh, my God. I mean, I heard you went the wrong way, but I... Um... No, 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 no. That, no. That, that was me before I saw you all. This was someone at the Yankees game, and Felipe would like to tell the story about 20 times before he lets it die. I mean, Nicole's probably the only person who hasn't heard it. There was this uh, lady, what, what was the outfit she was wearing again? The Cardinals? Uh, Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets. Like, decked out. She kind of looked like Yolanda. The girl who played Yolanda from Selena, like the new one. Um, I don't know what the real Yolanda looked like. I don't really have interest in learning um but uh she goes up to jacob she's like daddy daddy i'm your daughter okay i didn't need to hear this story what and the then hell? she goes to give jacob a hug and he's like nope nah that sounds like uh See, that sounds like a super spreader event i agree and the uh the listeners of this podcast have had to hear it twice they'll probably oh. have to hear it next week too no please this is the last time I told but my favorite was when she tapped her, le- tapped her own leg on the train and was like, tag, you're it. Um, she also- Meth is one hell of a drug. <laughs> that's on period. Um, so then they end up going to the dojo. They meet uh, Sojo and uh, who else? What's her name? Miss Mirimoto. And a bunch um, of other characters that will literally not matter in the next yeah. five minutes. Like the Irish guy, I'm like, who cares about this man? Yeah, um, they did so much setting up of like, oh, these are all the cool characters that you're going to have to beat. Like, they all have different fighting styles. And it's like, nope, these people won't be here in five minutes. That really was a waste of time. Yeah, we saw them at the sushi restaurant, and then we never saw them again. Which, ugh, I want good sushi. Wait, they were at the sushi restaurant? Yeah, they were. Not the sushi restaurant, they were at the feast. The feast, oh, oh, the, the feast, sushi. yeah, where they ate. Yeah, sushi. Not okay, not the sushi restaurant. Okay, because that's a different, different. Yeah, I see. I was like, dang. I, I called really in, in my head notes. Those were samurai, samurai. Uh, that was the samurai sushi restaurant, and the other one was the feast sushi restaurant. Oh Very my different. bad. I'm sorry. sorry. I did not distinguish between feast sushi and samurai sushi. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Daphne yeets Sojo over her body and like. Mm, could have bodied him uh, if she wanted to. But yes, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mirimoto, she was uh, very impressed and is like, Daphne, you're going to have to show off against uh, Miyumi. And she's like, okay. And then at that point, like later we'll find out that they were just like filming Daphne to like program these droids. Yeah. And the thing about this fight that, like, I don't know, I was getting weird vibes from Miyumi, the way that they were fighting. She fights dirty. She grabs the ribbon out of her hair, and then her hair's in her eyes. I thought that was just a Velma thing, having hair, uh, not being able to she see. She looked a little like Azula um, when she, like, had the hair over her eyes. Like, I don't know. I was, like, I was just in okay. a great Delisle Griffin yeah. space in that um, moment. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm just disappointed that this movie stole the exact plot of Black Widow and they like train someone in other people's fighting styles, like the Taskmaster. I was like, come yeah. on. 
they also stole Definitely. elements of uh, some Star Wars movies, and we'll get to that later. Um, yeah. But what I really don't like about this scene is that the whole thing about the the dojo is that their motto is to play dirty no matter what, and that's how you win. So I don't know. When I heard that, I was like, I feel like they they're they don't have good vibes. If they did y'all did y'all clock that these were the the bad people? Like almost instinctually, yes. Yeah. I mean, they do seem pretty bad. Like they seem very, very sketchy. Although honestly, Nicole, I don't I don't mind that motto. The motto of like uh yeah, do anything to win. Like, okay. I feel like Robin Hood is kind of like that. Like he does anything to win and he gives it back to the poor. Well, so let's say I'm in a fight with Miyumi and I pull out a knife. Is that fair? No. But Jacob yes. thinks but in, it is. in their code of conduct, that would be totally fine. So yeah, I don't that's know. Fair. That's fair. I'm not rocking good, with that. Good job yeah. for bringing a knife. What foresight, Nicole? <laughs> I don't know. That's just psychotic energy right there. It truly is. Cool. Yeah. Um, then they, so yeah, Jacob mentioned Taskmaster. This is very Taskmaster, like filming Daphne. Um, and then programming the ninja droids. Um, did y'all, y'all like your culprit game are both going to be Soju and Miss Miramoto or did you both get that? The weird vibe I was getting was from the professor. I didn't yeah. know to what extent. Yeah, um, he was telling was them. On it. He was telling them about the black samurai and how he's back. And they were like, oh, please, sir. Yeah, Mr. Tawagawa. I don't even know. They're acting like this dojo is some sort of fortified field that's very exclusive. Yet they were able to just roll up to the island and say, hey, there's a black samurai on the loose. Like that could have been well, an email. I'm, I'm sure they got invited, you know, like it was like time for the big tournament of the year or whatever. Like I'm sure they they had the invitation. Like yeah, may, maybe they want to go. Uh, you know, they're super against technology here. They're trying to prove that the old ways are best. Maybe they don't want the email. Maybe they want to do it the hard way. Okay, great point. Yeah. At the same time though, as soon as she was brushing it off, I was like, what's your deal? Yeah. Like, why are you so nonchalant about the fact that, like, I don't know if everybody on this island knows about the curse of the Black Samurai, why are you not stressed out? A little sketch. I, I, I agree. It was very sketchy, like, to not be sketched out by this whole, like, curse coming up. And anyone who's, like, throwing the tournament in Scooby-Doo is, like, usually bad. Like, if you're the one who's, like, getting a group of people together in order to do something, you probably have some nefarious purpose for doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Points were made all around. I can't. I can't agree more. Um, um, so they go then, to the feast. Oh, okay. oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, Jacob. Sorry, I forgot uh, that you're you're hosting. You're leading the discussion today. Well, I was just I was going to try it out, but honestly, you're such a natural. Maybe you should do it. I was just going to say uh, that. Yeah, they have this banquet. Uh, they're all at the banquet. They're all eating a bunch. Uh, do we want to talk about any of these like characters that we met, like the Irish guy or the dog? I like the tattoo. Really. I like the. I like the. I don't know her name, but the other lady. She was with like a cute. side bangs. Yeah, yeah. They, they spent a lot of time. On he was that a girl boss. The dog. Yeah, that that, that dude was like creepy. I, I I didn't like this. I was like, what the fuck? I agree. And like, it was a long time where they were like, oh look, he's like, like he likes bones. It was like, great. All right, I'm bored. Yeah, leave uh, the puns to like the people who actually make puns. Like exactly. Shaggy. Uh, so then later that night, they have a banquet in their honor. Uh, obviously, Shaggy and Scooby were very excited to hear that there was going to be a banquet. Uh, the guy who's like a dog is eating out of a literal dog bowl, so no taste. But then just there at the banquet, the black samurai and a bunch of ninjas start attacking to try to steal the scroll of destiny or destiny scroll. Uh, 
this was like the most expected thing in the world. Like I could have told you like five seconds in that someone was going to crash the dinner. Yeah. But did you know it was going to be robot ninjas? No, I did not expect it's going to be robot ninjas. And also, okay, ninjas are just samurai with special training. Like you could just call them samurai. Yeah. I, like also, people just people don't get that. I neglected to mention. I believe this is the first movie I had never seen any part of. Oh. So okay, that was kind of fun. It's Why was this in your blind spot? Why hadn't you seen this? I one think two thousand eight was kind of like the last like. I, there are some that I watched, like the live action ones that came out. I had definitely seen, and then, but I feel like we kind of hit the end of an era with like 2008 like let me just look at the spreadsheet see yeah a few of these i don't think i've seen camp scare but that was in college that we watched it um maybe there's a few others that we are still haven't gotten to that i've seen but this is the first one that i had never experienced before so that was kind of nicole look look at you girl boss moment you you picked the one a brand new chapter of our life wow and honestly i don't know why you would want to stay in this chapter if all of the movies are like this so maybe yeah. you dodged a bullet. I, I agree, actually. Like the the next movies, like if they keep going on this path, like th- there's no way that we're coming out with bangers. Like if, if I don't even hey. have the nostalgia of watching them in the past, like there's no way I'm going to enjoy them now. I mean, we enjoy the podcast. Last week's podcast was a bucket of fun. A bucket? That's not really how I would measure fun. How would you measure fun? Hmm. That's a good question. Maybe three out like of three sax. margaritas. Oh, a saxophone? Sax, like no, 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 like a like a potato saxophone. Oh, oh, okay. Nicole just gave me the most skeptical look ever. No, I have no idea how. Nicole's like, fun, what but... am I doing with these crackheads? Hey, hey, I'm the leader of the pack. Yeah. We love that energy. Um, so yeah, so then they end up finding. So they steal the scroll, but it was a fake. Uh, it was like a display only. Uh, scroll and then they end up going and trying to decode the the items uh well hey we got to talk about what the scroll is all about yes i actually did like the fact that they use like traditional animation like the with the like uh japanese painting style yeah Yeah, because this movie did such a good job of not being inappropriate and and honoring culture it was definitely inappropriate but i did like that they at least like I don't know. Uh, those paintings are very soothing for me, like Japanese style art. It looked. It was it very visually bones. pleasing. I do think, though, that this like whole legend situation like did bring some sort of like intrigue to the story. I like that there was a backstory. It's just like when you look back all of the pieces together, like it's just it's so complicated. Like, yeah. They try to explain it very simply, but then it's like there's a the, so long story short. The black samurai back in the day wanted like a really good sword, but the guy was like, it's going to take me a year. So this evil guy is like, I'll make you the same sword, but in half the time. But that guy was evil. So that made the sword evil. And when the black samurai touched the sword, he became evil. And that's why it's so important that he's dead. But the guy that made the good sword gave it to a green dragon that went and defeated the black samurai, killing him. I don't know. Freezing him in time sort of Freezing him in time in the sword of doom. Yeah. But long story short, it's 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 fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. Um, you just explained that so well. Thank God you're here. I was very lost. All of when that I, went over my head. Literally, I meant to text Jacob because I watched this part at work. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Can you like take notes from this? Or when I rewatch it, I'll do it. Um, but that's what happens. Yeah. No. That Crazy. that was a that was a fantastic job uh, of explaining it. 
it was very confusing. There's two different swords of like doom and fate. There's dragons. There's like dead samurai. Like it is, it is a little much. It was yeah. hard to follow. But. And we should explain this movie is also like, so in the early Scooby-Doo movies, they did a lot of this. And then after Zombie Island, they like went away from this and did like traditional mysteries. But starting with last week, they're really tapping back into um, like the mix of magic and mystery and like leaning into the fantasy of it all. Like this is like, there's like some fantasy elements in this that like, they kind of left for a few different Scooby-Doo movies where they just try made it science fiction instead of like fantasy fiction. Um, I, like I think that's Jacob? a, yeah, that's the right formula for Scooby-Doo because yeah. like the Scooby-Doo gags are sometimes funny. Like the chase scenes are good. Like they make jokes that are good sometimes. Uh, but like when they have like a fantastical element to it, they really can have a lot more fun with it. And that's where I really start enjoying the Scooby movies. This yeah. one kind of missed. I, I didn't really like like it as much, especially as last week. I mean, that did not help whatsoever. Um, but like, I did feel like this one, you know, didn't hit the fantastical elements as well. But I do like that they at least tried with the fantastical elements rather than just yeah. giving like a, oh my gosh, you're the bad guy type movie. Yeah, and I, I like the, they've mixed up the formula again. Like I was, I told Jacob, and I think I told, I don't remember which text I it said, if I sent it to both of you privately, but that like, 40 minutes is kind of when they reveal the the bad guys. So if you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, so I was very shocked by that. The the one question I had is like, so they have this scroll. The scroll says where the Sword of Doom is. Why not burn the scroll so that no one can find the Sword of Doom? Yeah, that, that's, that's smart. Because then we wouldn't have a movie, would we? Well, it's history. Okay, Nicole, Mr. That's... Takagawa was okay. probably like, no, you can't burn this. It's history. Well, he didn't know that. He didn't know that the scroll was in his museum. Wasn't he just as shocked? Or wait, where do they reveal the scroll? I thought they they're were in like some basement of the museum, right? No, it, in the, it's in the it's in the it's in the like dojo area. Okay, yeah. I, I did, so, like so they they like reveal the the dragon has like an inscription, and then Scooby and Shaggy are fucking around with origami, and they're like, oh. Uh, they made a little octopus, and this was Otev week, and I was like, oh my god, it looks, it looks like a little Otev, even though Otev oh is a jellyfish. Um, which, by the way, I just want to I just want to specify that fish are meat. Um, for those that are not not in the know of that, fish are meat. Um, uh, They're also that, friends, not food. True. Come on, Finding Nemo. Can't be science fiction if they're spitting out facts like that. <sighs> like, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Scooby and Shaggy are fucking around with origami. And the guy's like, oh, can you make it origami of the scroll and make it into a dragon? And they do it. And then there's like the, the inscription reads differently. It's like, go to this place. I was like, I feel like the difference between them looking at the scroll without the origami folds and the difference between them and when they see it with the folds, it's really not that different. It only changes like one or two words. Yeah. But like, you well, know what? I, I, I do know yeah whatever i do think like unlike say english or like portuguese like the in asian languages they're like very character specific so if like there's a slight change it might like mean a whole different thing from my understanding of like minimal like i know how to count in japanese and one of my friends was like no you have to be very specific with like i know how to count to 10 um and my friend was like no it's if you say it slightly wrong it might be like sound something very different i don't know i just thought the scene was stupid <laughs> it was just a, yeah. a reason for them to mention origami I yeah think, i agree yeah. oh yeah, for sure felipe you're trying to ascribe to the motivations that do not exist they oh. were like oh we have to work in origami because we're in japan also uh cutting up like snowflakes out of paper is not origami right 
no. like that's that's just like i thought origami was like mostly paper. folding there was no like there might be some i but, think it's straight isn't it just japanese painting paper folding like yeah it, like, i don't translates think, to that directly i don't folding? think there's like scissors involved in origami i'm sure there could be scissors involved. there could be i guess yeah but i feel like it's more yeah. about the paper than like the the i was gonna say snip snip but i don't um, um anyways uh where uh, so they end up going on this adventure to like the mountains where this felt very like they found the natives but they treated the natives like the ewoks in star wars where they were like <laughs> yeah the fact that they were able to figure out where to go just from like this felt all kinds of doing a google search no like it was just they how did they figure that out so easily like all it took was a google search like Dama i don't know is why that white girl figure it out is that bougie white girl who's like actually this thing is this, means this thing because the travel guy said it i well, was not here for time it was movie. i yeah i don't know why they had to give velma a purpose like it was so clear that fred velma and then daphne had no was purpose in this, fred movie. in this movie was fred in this movie fred made one of, like such an offensive comment when he was saying like oh you need a tan to that random woman oh the geisha yeah i was like that's so rude like yeah. okay don't talk about people's bodies um yeah okay but velma is able to find out this whole thing about like where this is going to be like it's up the thousand steps blah 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 however this is like a temple that's dedicated to the green dragon like did you really need the destiny scroll to check here like couldn't you have just looked and seen like oh yeah this is the most likely place like i don't know i'm not even sure you need the destiny scroll to, to google this one sometimes they like to listening. work they they gotta work harder not smarter and that's the wrong way of thinking, but that's that's how they roll sometimes. All right. Bad way of thinking. It truly well, is. Well, another bad way of thinking is how uh, problematic this next scene was because the mm. whole time they're looking at these like uh, people that are like South so Pacific Islanders, indigenous like groups of people, right? So. Yep. Yep. And, and go ahead. I, I was just gonna say like it was just like in poor taste. Uh, I don't really have a ton to like talk about. I don't really like care to recap all the offensive yeah. things but so, it was offensive the biggest takeaway plot wise and we can talk about how offensive it is is they put them in like so they put the women in like grass bikinis and keep them separated from the men who they put in a vat of liquid and then scooby and shaggy are like uh like they're saying oh we're going to be sacrifices to their gods and I was like, I feel oh, like this is the detail the Jacob dragon. was trying to skip. No, no, no. But it's, it's, <laughs> I need to talk about it for the plot purposes, even though it's like, I feel super like that offensive. has nothing to do with the plot, though. I because think they that's get out. Shaggy and Scooby, because I want to talk about them being weirdos. They're like, oh, we'll put spices in it and make it a soup. And then we'll like leave and run away. I was like, this, this was, I, no, I did was, not like this. No, it's very offensive on so many levels. They were basically just trying to undermine the intelligence of the native people. I don't know. I yeah. didn't like it. I did not like yeah. this but at all. Like, I was very uncomfortable, but I feel like we can't, like, talk about it with by just skipping over. Like, the, I, there's some people who are probably like, what did they do? I want to know why this was offensive. In hindsight, I should have just been like, spend your $3 and watch it on Amazon <laughs> instead of letting us recap it if you really care. Um, no, because like literally, I, yeah. I don't know why this was important to the plot. I was actually waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> because the, how do they get out if they're captured? Like they're captured. Oh, I mean, much. they get away. It's an animated film. They pull some hijinks. There you go. They they get captured. Yeah. Um. So so then they go and they like find. Uh. Yeah. They like find the sword area. Is this what yeah, happens? So next? they go. They go to the cavern area and then. Yep. 
there's like hijinks there, which I kind of enjoy. Like whenever, like I realized during this movie, I really like uh, temple sort of hijink adventure movies. Like, okay, so like, Indiana Jones is your is your flick. I, I enjoy that, but even like the the 2019 Dora movie, I I vibed with. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> two time, two okay. pillars in American cinema: the 2019 Dora movie and Indiana Jones. Sorry, yeah. I don't know what you're saying. But go ahead, Nicole. I forgot, but it was going to be a really good point too. So now I'm upset. Okay. I'll figure it out. But okay, and Poo, this gave me vibes of Pooh's Grand Adventure when they're in the skull and there's like all these little like things, hijinks that they have to do. And Scooby and Shaggy go through the the tunnels and then the eyeballs pop, lock them out, and then they fly into the other area. I don't know. Was, I remember my point. Yes. What the hell does this have to do with samurais? Oh, oh and this felt this felt so out of pocket, but yeah, like great. Why wasn't this uh, the the Scooby Doo does Kung Fu on in Skull Island? You're great at coming up with these titles. I cannot wait to walk, get to these movies that you're talking about. Scooby Doo does movie? Kung Fu in Skull Island. It all rhymes. I love it. And it has nothing to do with the samurais. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know. This part had nothing to do with it, but it was fun. There was some like fun chase part of the scenes. Like once they get the sword, like the temple starts falling apart, so they're running around and they have to like jump through different holes and like pass the sword off. It, it was a nice chase scene. Yeah. Wait, when gonna... does um Soju show up? Is that when they pull like right the, now? Pull yeah, the so they like from the they pull the sword and that's when all this hijinks happens. And then Soju crash or the black samurai crashes. The helmet pops up and they're like, oh, it's Soju. And then they bring him back for interrogation and they're like, Miss Miramoto, your man is a goon. And they're like, nah, we're all goons. Um, and she reveals her evil plot. I yeah. mean, I guess that's a way of saying we wouldn't have got, we would have got away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids, but yep. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great way to describe it. I thought it was, it was novel, it was funny. I, I, that was great. Nah, probably better than what she said. Well, she said she says what everyone says in every movie. To my knowledge, I wouldn't know. Okay. No, you're right. Do you, Does anyone want to take on her evil explanation, like what their plan is? Because I was lost. Sure. The plan is that we're going to use the Black Samurai to take over the rest of the world and get rid of the like new way of thinking, which is terrible. So we're going to use the Black Samurai. Uh, Black Samurai will be subservient and then like will be used as a tool to take over the world. But at the same time, she's going to use the robot ninjas to help as if she's so against technology. Like, girl, well, with one point of view. I think that what it was is, like, we're going to use the technology to enforce the old ways so that, like, everything flows through. Like, th there were some synergies there. Like, I, I saw it. I saw it a bit. But it didn't make a ton of sense. Honestly, uh, bad plan. What percent chance do you think this plan would have worked? Like, oh, is there any as world in which this works? I've seen too many Scooby-Doo movies where someone has a plan involving like mystical beings and then the mystical beings re like they, they regain their powers and they're like, nah, fuck you, you stupid human. I'm going to take over you and do my own thing. Like you yeah. can't negotiate with these, with these magical evil people. No, if they tell you you're getting one Scooby snack, you're getting one. Don't even ask for more. Unless you're Nicole. Oh my goodness. I want them. But at the same it's time... It's not just 10 Scooby Snacks. It's 10 boxes of Scooby Snacks. Oh, wait. I'm watching my figure. I can't have 10. You Jacob, <laughs> you can have, like, half of them. Oh, thank God. If, only if they're vegan. But you know what I really like? Even though um, the, the professor at the school is kind of a bad person, very much a bad person, I like how creative she was getting the mystery gang 
to do all the dirty work for her. She was able to like stay at home, get the get the. That's a girl boss moment. Yeah, girl boss moment. That's truly the definition of a girl boss moment. She exploited the hell out of those teenagers. That is very true because she gathers every best kung fu person to get there so that she can like machine learning her robots. And then she uh, like gets the mystery team to solve, or not the mystery team. Oh my God. Wrong mystery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, have you seen the mystery team? I have not. Okay. That's a very funny movie, uh, but very different vibe. Anyway, maybe we should do that for a Scooby-Doo podcast. Oh, time. with uh, Donald Glover? Yeah. Uh, okay anyway she gets them to do her bidding for her i really did appreciate the like the planning that went into this because it's really really so convoluted that i feel like there's no world where it works but i respect the effort yeah i mean you gotta you gotta shoot your shot because like you know worst case you are taken over by the black samurai best case you rule the world like i'll take that trade period yeah but Wait, what happens after this I actually don't. I know that she's like, ah, I, I, I would have got away with it. So, and then, so yeah. oh, because Scooby, Scooby and Shaggy were demonstrating how the Black Samurai, how Soja was able to fly as the Black Samurai with the jetpack. And then the jetpack just like yeets them through the city. In this film, and then we get the, the worst clones. song of all time. We Literally get a song so that was so bad. Is this the Do I, like, Samurai? Uh, no, this was a song that wasn't even a song. It was just beats with. Uh, was it like Japanese flight instructions in the background? It was not a song. It was like it was like welcome to the city, enjoy Tokyo. Like while there was like a beat going on, it was so bad. Did you not notice this, Felipe? It was like it I was really. Cringy. There were moments of the movie that I was like, "What am I do?" Like I, I was so tired when I got home. This was when I watched at home. At this point, okay. I was just like, well, "Thank goodness." Some of, the, you... some of the montages I zoned out of. Thank goodness you skipped this part because the whole time I was like, this is one of the worst things I've had to listen to. Um, yeah, speaking so anyway, of listening to, oh. do we want to address some old business? Hit stop on Billie Eilish. Nicole, what are your thoughts on Billie Eilish first off? I love Billie Eilish's new album so much. It makes me wish my heart was broken in a million pieces. Top three I songs. Enjoy it. Um, happier Than Ever. Good choice. Number one, duh. Haley's Comet is number Good two. Choice. And Billie's Bossa Nova is number three. Okay, so all we right. all have a all, third different. All great options. Well, does anyone else have happier than ever in their top three? No, oh, everyone. All three of okay. us have it. No. Okay, we, thank uh, God. The third song is different for all of us. We have the same top two. Wait, hey, you, you were Haley Comet stands all here? Yes. I did not know. Yes. Haley's Comet is so good. Like, oh, I want to uh, cry my eyes out to it. I know. I Yeah, someone break my heart, please, so I can fully enjoy the album. I can enjoy maybe I'll, get, maybe I'll get the train lady to serenade you with um, Haley's comment. No, that would ruin it for me forever. Uh, my third is Getting Older. Okay, that's a good one. My third is Male Fantasy. Ooh! I don't know. That's the only song that, like, I don't know. It, it, it stuck out to me. Maybe I'll have to re-listen to the album. Mm. Mm. Find a different one, but I don't know. Um, yeah, and I told Jacob... That's been your Billy Minute, Minute. Yeah, that's in our Billy Minute. Jacob, what's your favorite song on the playlist I made? uh i'm not you listening to all of the songs so i will get wow. back to you okay playlist he made and not for me how disrespectful unless it's cool. only billy eilish songs no it's jacob was like i'm gonna force you to listen to this and it's changed you can pick 57 minutes of music that wait no, no 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 that is not what happened i asked him to listen to the billy eilish album and he said in exchange you have to listen to songs for me it did not go the other way listen around. negotiation oh. works in weird ways sure but as long as you need to at least know uh yeah you at least need to know how it worked 
Okay. Points were made. Um. Anyway, so they they fly off in the jetpack. They go do their attack of the clones moments. Get hit by almost many different buildings, and then they fall to the ground. And they go get attacked by the ninjas, and they run to the samurai sushi shop. Meanwhile, Fred, Daphne, Mr. Takagawa, and Velma are trapped in the closet, and they get rescued by Kenji later on. Uh, despite Fred trying to whack at the door with a sword, I don't know what his plan was. They were just trying to give him more than two lines in this movie. That's why they made him do that. Yeah. 50% of his dialogue was offensive, probably. Actually, I did like the one line. I think this was actually earlier at this point, so maybe I should have mentioned it earlier. But they all like are saying their catchphrases, and then he's like, dang, I don't have yeah. a catchphrase. They I don't have that. one, yeah. Right, right. Really, no personality type energy. But you know what? Very sexy himbo in like the top 10 himbos of animated television. Uh, I would like to know the rest of this list, please. I'll so work well, on it and get back to you. Johnny Bravo is obviously in there as if I was, wasn't just talking about how I never watch Cartoon Network. But you know what? <laughs> that doesn't mean he's not sexy. Work on this while we talk about the Scooby and Shaggy part. Think about it and I'm get back to it. us. Okay. Um, so they, they end up going to the samurai uh, sushi place. And uh, he he's the... I'm trying to look at these notes that I did not take. Um so they, they end up, like, he tells them, he's the Matsuhiro, um, and he's the sushi shop owner, and he was a samurai as well. He lost his sword to the ninjas, uh, but he trained them as samurai and tells them about the legend, and then Scooby and Shaggy go on this adventure. Uh, they have to climb a mountain. Um, they have to pass through the gates of earth, wind, fire, and water, uh, which I didn't see any airbenders, so what the hell? I know. As soon as I saw this, I was like, okay, Avatar crossover. But the one thing that I thought was dumb is that, like, just because people are from Japan doesn't mean they're all samurais. Like, every single yeah. person that they ran into happened to be a samurai. Please. Like, the racism. And just... Like, is there, like, a country-specific phobia? Like, it's not xenophobia because well, they're not Americans, but, like, I don't know. Like, there needs to be, like, Brazil-phobia or, like, Japan-phobia. Like, I don't know. Wait, there definitely is. Like, I don't know the name for uh, for whatever it's called for like Japanese phobia, but like xenophobia is like definitely. A it's thing. like an overarching thing for like anyone not from your country, but like Islamophobia is definitely a thing. No, yeah. no, I'm saying like not xenophobia, like xenophobia. Like, yeah, here. I can confirm that that's a oh. thing, but I'm glad that I didn't because I would have pronounced it wrong. <laughs> like xenophobia. Like a I've country. I've only I've only like read this, but yeah, like anti uh, anti Chinese sentiment definitely a thing. I'm loving anyway. this international relations lesson from Jacob. Yeah, right. Like, uh, welcome to class. Uh, this is international relations 101. Um, yeah, the only thing that like we know about Japanese people apparently is that they all are samurais. Uh, there you go. Welcome to Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo was not educational broadcasting. It was not on PBS for a reason. <laughs> but sure. they they end up going on this adventure uh they meet the green dragon who has the sword of fate and the green dragon is like okay right on my back we're gonna go save the day meanwhile kenji saves the day by opening the the door and uh saving saving the people and mr kakagawa better give him a good raise he's not getting a raise for this no way he literally Mr. saved the planet who cares? Mr. Takagawa is stingy. Capitalism will rule the day. Period. 
maybe the Black Samurai could have taken Mr. Takagawa instead. Maybe. Give Kenji, give Kenji his flowers this movie, please. MVP alert. Um, so yeah, they come up with uh, the. They also found out that the robots uh, were the ninjas. So Velma creates this this thing. <laughs> Hello, Nicole. <laughs> and Nicole just like zooms in on her eyes. Oops. It's all good. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, what was it? Oh, Velma creates this thing to like de- diffuse the uh, electric polarity and reverse it or whatever and freeze the ninjas, but she makes it too strong. And the entire Science city, mumbo jumbo. Tokyo has a blackout. And at this point I was like, oh, that would be really funny if like darkness that was coming over the city was just like, that was like the prophecy and then nothing else happened. I thought that would have been a cool tw- twist, but um, probably better than what we got honestly uh yeah instead uh the green dragon decides to go into the sword of fate uh and so now the spirit will be inside the sword and we have uh, a big like i guess uh showdown between scooby and shaggy posing as samurai and the black samurai himself who's been trapped in a sword for a thousand years i gotta say the black samurai was a little bit rusty uh his fighting was not great uh he gets beat pretty easily yeah and then uh matsuhiro also has a um, what's the thing called? Not a, not a speakerphone. What a megaphone. Um, mm. and is speaking instructions to Shaggy and Scooby as well. So, yeah, they they end up defeating the Black Samurai, uh, whose spirit was released, and they find out it's an old man. That man was well, ugly. Because he's been in a sword for two thousand years. You think there's a moisturizer in there? No, that <laughs> man was ugly. Don't talk about George Decay like that. <laughs> You know that's who voiced him. That's yeah. why I only I didn't say like I wasn't saying George Takei looks old. I like literally that was George Takei. <laughs> I mean, he does look kind of old. So, well, he this was like what ten, 10 years ago. Years ago? Yeah. Okay, years fine. Ago. He didn't look super old. Uh, he's still a great Twitter follow to this day. He was one of the first people I followed on Twitter. Who was the first person you followed on Twitter, Jacob? Uh, not a clue. Like probably the Saints uh, account. Why? You're not a Saints fan? Yeah, I am. What? Since when? Fake. Since I thought you were in Indianapolis Colts. No, I just picked whatever my dad told me to. Uh, I think my first was Naya Rivera. I'm not positive. That one will never be unfollowed. Uh, and then I think my in my first five follows is probably Rob. So... Okay. If I just Number if I fan. scroll back to the beginning of my following, is that the first person I, I followed? So yes. Okay. Well, I've unfollowed a bunch of people since I've like started. Yeah, so same. the first person I've the first person I followed and not unfollowed is hit by a car, Claire. I love that for you. Wow. So you unfollowed me at one point. Uh, oh wait, no. no, no, hit no. By, I was like, uh, sorry, I got my timetable confused with Renap. I thought hit by a car, Claire was this last year. No, it was, no, that was like, two two and a half years ago. It was hit by a car, Claire, and then Akiva. Ooh, you followed hit by a car, Claire first. Remove the stand card. Remove it. Um. Anyways, uh, then they end up there. There's a a new statue in the museum of Scooby Doo. Um, the samurai passes on to the afterlife, and then, uh, what is Miyumi doing with her life now? <laughs> She's gonna figure it out. She was invited to join the mystery gang. And she's and she like, like, nah, I'm good. Nah. Y'all don't got the budget for me in the next movie, so yeah. I'm peaceful. Exactly. And 
Ooh, that's the movie. Do we have any final thoughts on the movie? So, as we know, this is Casey Kasem's last Scooby-Doo movie. Do we think that the plot had anything to do with it? Um, did he die? How soon? Yeah, after? I, I think it might have been the death that had something to do with it. Oh, nope. I believe. Oh my gosh, y'all are gonna Casey Kasem. Is that not he right? Died in, so oh, he, he died, died in twenty fourteen. In twenty fourteen. So awesome. Okay. Well, so Matthew good. Lillard takes over in the next one. Who played uh, the real life Shaggy? Um, but still, but still, I don't know. This is a little, little uh, controversial. But let me know what you think. Ooh, I'm curious. Maybe, maybe he like saw the script for the next one, and he was like, "I can't do this again. Like, we're gonna do more like dumb jokes. Like, I'm out." I'm trying to find the timeline to see when the next one came out. Yeah, make, make sure that I'm not just talking shit to talk shit. I mean, next one came out in 2000. Oh no, this one's live action. Ever could ever do, I think, is the one after. All right. As we furiously yeah. Google on the podcast. This is very super... interesting content. This is okay. Great 2010. Radio. 2010 direct um, to DVD. He chose not to do it. He was still alive. Oh, I, I was right. All right. Nicole is officially uh, is officially the biggest Scooby Doo fan on the podcast. Take that, and now he's dead. So, <laughs> okay, that's that's facts. I mean, it's literally facts. Yeah, as if we don't talk to the ghost of Casey Kasem every week. Well, oh, we used to I do wish. that. I wish. Bring Those it back. Days. See, now everyone's so depressed. We need it. You know, we need it. Yeah, that is true. No um, one knows what we're talking about, I'm sure. Do, does anyone ever, though, honestly? Now, if they know, they know. If they know, they know. Period. Um, period. Um, so anyway, should we get to the culprit game? Let's do it. Okay, Jacob, you go first. Okay, well, I feel like this one was telegraphing like pretty closely like what was going to happen. Uh, like It was pretty clear who it was. So like obviously the person running the dojo and her little... like. Uh, the the guy who's like fiercely loyal is going to be bad so i i do believe that i got it right i'm not sure i would have said that also miyumi was in it uh was the bad guy but miss miramoto and sojo clearly bad people yeah no so my thought throughout the movie was like oh miss miramoto and sojo um and like 30 minutes into the movie at work i paused and it said voice of the black samurai because i was watching on amazon instead of boomerang because they didn't have it on boomerang it was, uh, it said the voice actor's name. And then like three minutes later, I paused in another scene and it said Soju's name was by the same guy. So I feel like I, I will reduce my Sojo point, even though I had it before, if you don't think that's fair, but otherwise. Uh, Again, this is your podcast. You can make whatever you'd like. And I might take the points. Miss Miramoto and Sojo. And then I assume. Nicole, was it easy for you? Do you know? Oh, you're muted. No one knows your, I, the facts you're spitting. So long story short, yes, I did believe that um, it was going to be just the professor, um, but I didn't think that it would also be. I didn't know if Soji was in on it. And oh, the professor or the... the Dojo person. Okay, not, not Mr. Taka. I just don't want to pronounce it wrong because I've done that so many times today. But if I, if I saw it on paper, I would make the attempt. Is it Miss Mirimoto? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I had to look at it. Um, 
yeah, so I believe it was her, Mayumi, I was leaning more yes than no, and then I didn't know about Soju. So it was close, but they kind of projected that, um, because I feel like the Black Samurai is always, like, whoever's the bad guy is the red herring, correct? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they lean into it. No, but you're you're almost always right. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Points all around. Uh, we have Felipe in the lead with 22. Me plus Kate in second place with 21, and the guest at 20. Uh, it helps that there's not been a guest on every episode, so that their their percentage is higher. But hey, uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna win the game that we make on our own podcast. Um, now should we do some MVPs and LVPs? Uh, sure. Felipe, do you have one that stands out? Um. In terms of MVPs, I'm between Scooby, Shaggy, and Daphne. Like, Scooby and Shaggy did save the day, but they kind of stumbled ass backwards into it. Daphne was just a badass, so I'm thinking about her. At the end of the day, I think I'm going to give it to Scooby, I guess, because I have given Shaggy a lot lately, and between the two of them, I feel like Scooby, I don't know, he entertained me more in this movie compared to the two of them. Jacob? Uh, yeah, I think my MVP is going to go to Shaggy. Uh, I was kind of between Scooby and Shaggy, and I'll just give it to the the one that you didn't. Uh, you know, last week we were opposite. Um, you know, you picked Shaggy, I picked Scooby. I think Shaggy this week had a few impressive things, like he found the like light or whatever to lead them to the cave. Um, yeah, he was also just like generally funny, so I'll give him the MVP. Yes, Nicole, what about you? Do you have an MVP from this movie? Kenji baby of course no but in 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 terms of the only of the five oh the core oh five i will give kenji your bonus mvp the thing is is that it's definitely not daphne like we don't see her in no. the second half of the film even though i wanted her to have her girl boss like actually like not exploitative like actually being a boss who was a girl but instead we get this like scooby and shaggy like beeline plot story which is fun but um and a misdirect like maybe I, w- I wasn't really expecting them to save the day in this one but uh i don't know definitely not daphne so maybe i'll give it to i'll give it to scoop scooby dooby doo yeah um, daphne is the most disappointing character here because we're going to daphne's event like daphne should be the person like stepping up and kung fuing with the best of them but then we see that like ultimately she's not even that relevant in the movie so that was pretty disappointing but my LVP is pretty clear. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and give it to Fred. Uh, the racism did not uh, did not do it for me. You did it the wrong problem. I, I got it. Um, the racism did not do it to me. Plus, any excuse I can to shit on Fred will be done. So, Fred, welcome to the LVP column yet again. Jacob hates the himbos. Um, He's hot, but it doesn't mean he did anything relevant to this movie. Like, at least Velma knew how to use Google. Like, <laughs> yeah, Fred, uh, this was racist. Um, and looked hot. So, and Nicole, is your point going to Fred as well? Yeah. The thing is, is that there's no amount of hotness that can excuse racism. True. And that's on period. Um, see, part of me wants to just dunk on Fred, but also there's part of me is like, should I mix it up and give it to Velma because she was also useless in this movie? I don't know. She Googled the island of a thousand steps. Even Fred could do that, please. Well, also, she, like, programmed the robots from her phone. I don't know. It was too... I didn't really understand how she helped, but apparently she helped to some extent with the robot ninjas, like, deactivating them. Yeah. She, yeah. like... I don't know. Fine. I guess you make points. I'll dunk on Fred. Oh, wrong color. So, Fred... Let's go. A Fred sweep. 
Jake is very happy. Um, yeah, so that that leaves. Uh, who has the most MVPs? Scooby has the most MVPs, and Fred has the most LVPs. Continuing on, so damn straight, as he should. Jacob's given five out of nine LVPs to Fred. Damn straight, as I should. And he deserved of, he deserved all of them, by the way. Five out of nine LVPs, uh, MVPs went to Fred as well for Jacob. Nope, that would not make sense to be both the MVP and LVP once, but okay. Uh, Scooby is is my uh, is my leading man. Anyway, yes. we can we can give some scores to this one. I was I probably won't give it as high as I did last week. You know, last week I said it was like my favorite Scooby Doo movie I've watched. Uh, this week I think it falls like right into average. I think I'm giving this like a three point five. Uh, it was it was good, but it's not like it's not doing much for me. Yeah, Nicole, what do you where do you have it? I mean, not like I've seen all these movies, but I'm assuming that if Jacob says it's an average to low tier movie i will say that as well i don't know i was getting the vibes that he was saying it was average but it was definitely below average so so what what's the number 3.5 as well i guess uh, yeah okay i'll give it like a mm, i think it's on the same line as like i think it's better than chill out scooby-doo so i'll give it a four because i gave that one a 3.75 but i thought the animation was really pretty and that's about it um, like it, it, I feel like it wasn't the worst movie. It was like followable. Like it didn't like. I feel like it moved quickly because they just like went to scene to scene to scene to scene. They didn't really like linger, like too much in like stupid montages. Mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. But still, I also want to lower chill out. In hindsight, but whatever. <laughs> I forgot AJ gave it a point seven five. We love the King of Chaos. Yes, he was. Um, but yeah. Any anything else about this movie? No. No. Okay, so the next one that we'll do is Scooby Doo: The Mystery Begins with Robbie Amell. Is it Robbie or is it Steven? Who knows? But um, and Haley Kiyoko and yeah, the live action one. Uh, Sweet. Which I feel like is going to be a fun change of pace. I feel like it's like at least going to be something different. Um, and Nicole, do you have any final thoughts? It was I. Like, like I, it was just the first more iconic, thirty Scooby-Doo minutes. Or Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. I'm sorry. Like, well, uh, I'm the live action Scooby Doo. Like when they go to Ghost Island, that one is like really iconic. But yeah, I don't know. I it's tough. Just this movie left a weird taste in my mouth. For sure. Yeah. We we didn't really delve into everything problematic, but it was problematic. no, no. Just like in terms, of the plot yeah. was unfollowable at some yeah. point. So you said the first thirty minutes were very confusing. Yeah, like literally, I didn't know what was going on until they explained what the legend was. I'm like, are we never going to talk about this karate tournament ever again? Like, I wanted to see that. I feel like Daphne would have won. Period. Yeah, she was throwing hose over her shoulder. Wait, I don't think she would have. I, I think she literally got beaten the first fight they had. I think she would have lost. If she learned how to play dirty, then she would have won. Yeah. Okay. Fact. I mean, she did. She did pick up Sojo, pull him over her body, and like embarrass him in front of his boss that was that was quite hilarious yes um but nicole where can people keep up with you i'm behind the secret on everything that matters you know where to find me i'm probably being annoying linkedin too 
uh if you i actually did get a linkedin job offer they were like you should apply to this and i was like wow but like also at the same time i was like i like my job so i actually have to like i have to open the because i don't want them to see that i saw it but yeah if you want to offer me a job just make sure it's a good salary yeah yeah so behind the secret uh making great tiktoks she is our tiktok coordinator at the brazilian dragon she like gave me some tips um for she was like yeah um anyways don't be boring don't be boring don't wow what a great tip don't be boring I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you think that that's an instinctual thing, but a lot of people don't realize that. That's true. true. Uh, Maybe Jacob. we should remember that when we do our next podcast, Felipe. Are you saying this one was boring? No, of course not. With Nicole, it would be impossible to be. I'm just saying that oh. the next time it might be, uh, yeah, we got to keep it in mind. I don't think last week was boring and there was just two of us. So that's true. All right. Uh, Maybe Jacob. we already, we internalize the advice. Yes, Felipe. First off, what song song should I put in the outro for this podcast? Because I don't want to play any of the ones from the movie. Um, I don't know. No songs have come up yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was listening to Bedroom Pop last night. Have you History heard? Baby? Oh. What? That is not. That is the opposite of Bedroom Pop. Um, actually, uh, wait. Have you heard anything from Lord's new album? Uh, I've heard mixed reviews of the album. It's Just because she's not depressed anymore doesn't mean we have to be mad at her does she still have the onion rings instagram account i think she retired it but the lord album was kind of mid but not as mid as everyone is saying it is fair um anyway put something like that put either some bedroom pop or some lord uh in the podcast or uh what was i did you ask me another question and what's coming up on ing in there What's coming up on Aang in there is we're going to be watching The Headband tomorrow uh, with Davis Come Will, your co-host on another that podcast. Thief. The thief. thief. He stole my number. He stole one of my draft picks before I could get to them. Oh it was my very gosh. upsetting. I'm not concerned at all about him stealing your draft picks. In fact, good on him. Uh, I will congratulate him tomorrow on the podcast and then uh we will go from there uh we have lots of exciting guests coming up actually on in there so get hype uh should be a lot of fun felipe what do you have going on what do i have going on uh the brazilian dragon podcast is a thing we're doing scooby-doo movies with someone named jacob redman if you've heard of him uh we uh have hsn tmts the last episode we did with jcr was a lot of fun and then we will be doing a brazilian dragon game season four with the the hsn tmts universe people um as our retrospective and then what you doing we did a little bit of season one looking back and we drafted um and will bullied me on the podcast terrible and you could not imagine getting bullied on the podcast wow you should do more often it's it's my love language (laughs) to bully you on the podcast yes all right i'll drag you on ang in there tomorrow i mean please I love attention. Um, oh my God. Yes. Uh, anyways, right. uh, should we leave a hashtag for people who listen to this? Um, hashtag uh, Nicole's a girl boss. That, but that's going to be, I tweet about that even when I'm not talking about the I podcast. know. Like people are going to get so Deers or crocodiles? Like, Deers or crocodiles? Okay, that's, that's one I can vibe with. <laughs> As Nicole zooms in again. We're back to Nicole's eyes again. This is just a really comfortable position in my bed. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Jacob is like just 
butterflying his eyes. Oh my god, I, I feel like I'm gonna, gonna get hypnotized. I apologize for doing that to y'all. What is butterflying my eyes? It's like you do like, do you know what that means? Like, like when you give someone a butterfly flutter the kiss. eyes, yeah, flutter. Oh, them. oh, that always sounds so nasty. That's pink eye. <laughs> Literally, my contacts could never. Do y'all remember when Jessica Lewis had like pink eye on Survivor? Do not remind me. <laughs> and then she, she like. I'm surprised it wasn't an outbreak. I thought that was, was that not, what happened to Jennifer Lanzetti? Oh no, an ear went, a bug went in her ear. Oh, I'm sorry I even brought that up. I just realized we're still recording. What is happening here? Uh, We're just having fun. Uh, Just the three of us. Uh, Any other gossip that you want to share on air or no? Um, Let's see. Uh, No. Nicole, what did you think of Silky's Barbie Girl? I didn't watch the episode yet, but my timeline is half silky haters and half silky lovers. So I'm very interested to watch the next episode. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know what else to add. So I'm just going to end the recording. Goodbye, everyone. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Oh